hello and welcome to our casting couch. (laughs) Just kidding. Welcome Welcome to two girls in two mics and our casting couch. (laughs) Welcome to the Real Friends podcast. I'm Morgan. I'm Rayanne. And today is our very first episode. Golf claps. claps. (laughs) (laughs) We're finally doing it. Um, super, super stoked about it. Very excited about it. Um, today we're actually going to be doing Reddit threads is going to be our topic. Um, and so how it's going to kind of work around here is every week we will be posting on Wednesdays Mm -hmm. and we are going to be doing kind of different topics for each week. So we have Reddit threads, we have anonymous, Mm -hmm. true crime, and then mental health (laughs) focused episodes so um some like the reddit threads are obviously going to be a little lighter funny but right with our true crime episodes those will not no true crime episodes and the mental health side which sometimes i'm sure when if we have guests and stuff the mm-hmm. mental health stuff will be a little more upbeat but we'll do our best yeah we're gonna keep serious episodes to serious episodes for the best and fun have fun with the other ones upbeat episodes you're gonna get a little bit of everything for sure being honest for sure all right even though rye hates true crime i um i hate a strong word and it's not something that i use on that um but it's it's not my uh topic of choice okay well it's mine so (laughs) we know (laughs) got Um, the vibe The only other thing that I wanted to touch on is for Anonymous. We have a link in our description in the show notes, wherever you're listening, on our Instagrams, everywhere. If you click the link, you will get um, a link to our Anonymous box. What the fuck is that called? It's an anonymous form. Form. Yeah. Form. Um, And you could literally say whatever you want, whether it be a story, asking questions, if you want to ask the community. If you need advice, stuff like that. Remember to make sure... um, we keep it um, within like a legal realm. Yeah. If don't you tell will. us that you murdered anybody is basically all that we're asking. Yeah. Keep that one to yourself. Maybe Literally. take that one with you. Don't tell anyone or well, tell people, but tell the police, not us. Not us. Okay. Glad we got that covered. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we also are going to start every episode off on a little bit of a lighter note. Yes. With a segment that Ryan made up. <laughs> Giving you the credit for this. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Um, say it with your chest. So think Family Guy, Peter Griffin. You know it really grinds my gears. We're gonna we're gonna talk some shit the first two minutes. Two of minutes of each episode. So yeah. go ahead, say it with your chest. What do you have to say? Um. Okay, so I would like to say with my chest that I am so glad that my kids are going back to school after three weeks off for winter break. Um, I love my kids and love being a mom. It brings me uh, joy. (laughs) But um, I'm ready for them to go back to school, have a routine. Mm -hmm. We've really struggled when we're not in a routine. And I think a lot of people could relate to that. Uh, I need them to go back to school. Um, And, you know go back to normal life yeah we we have three kids each oh yeah so together six if you can mm-hmm. math is your favorite thing to yeah. say yeah um and it's a lot for us so much two families and we're together so often that it's almost always just six kids in our homes yeah um so i uh i'm very excited yeah. about that and i really needed to get that off of my chest 
good job i'm proud of you i'm really glad that you let that out i feel better good i do thank you for giving me the time yeah you do that um what would you like to Um, uh, say with your chest so for me i know you guys are watching this sometime after or on january 17th but for us it is new year's eve Mm -hmm. as we are recording this Mm -hmm. therefore um we just went through the holidays Mm -hmm. and i would like to say with my chest i fucking hate the holidays (laughs) i hate them i hate it's so stressful unnecessarily um love christmas it's great i love that hour my kids are opening presents oh my god it's so, so fun. great um love it so stressful too much mm-hmm. to do um i love seeing my family because mm-hmm. you know both of us our families don't really live out here um well some of them do but yeah we uh that aspect's great but there's just so much and then just really high expectations for holidays and 100%. like making sure everything is perfect and you have mm-hmm. all the gifts and make mm-hmm. sure each kid gets the same or yeah. yep. just making sure everyone's happy and it's and no one's making sure that we're happy yeah as who, adults. who is checking on us who's checking on us no one and shit's rough out here right? it's rough doesn't help that i waited till three days before christmas to christmas shop That's not yeah, my fault. it doesn't help that we are major procrastinators yeah. um we both waited until yeah. less than a week before yeah. Thank christmas God for amazon and five below mm-hmm. so to you guys are you guys procrastinators when it comes to christmas or any holiday or, or are you one that anything? is like january 1st christmas shopping yeah with like the deals and like stuff. tomorrow they're like hey now we need to prep for next year yeah i'm not that no and i feel like that would still just stress me out also don't think that's ever going to change no Mm-mm. hopefully uh, my goal for this year is that i start christmas shopping in november <laughs> <laughs> maybe i was kind of hoping you'd say like october or something no okay november we're gonna start in november this year (laughs) we're gonna kill it (laughs) yeah we are i think that that's good right well i'm glad that you got that off of your chest do you feel better i do it was like a heaviness because i really feel like um i'm not gonna have a lot of people who can relate to it just not a holiday person anymore i i'm not really it was so much fun when i was five i love christmas like i that's my favorite (sighs) holiday but like actually celebrating it is a huge task. No. Yeah. So I could see. Yeah. I agree with you yeah, on thank that. You. So thank you for letting that uh, off and letting me relate you. to you. Yeah. Letting me relate <laughs> to you. All right. We're going to go right in following that beautiful segment of ours um, into Reddit threads for today. Okay. So I am going to start out with a um, am I the asshole? Got it. OK. You probably are. rude (laughs) am i the asshole for saying again after my sister announced that she is pregnant with twins i'm 21 female and my sister 32 female wait a second okay the original poster is 21 female okay my sister 32 female has been married to her husband 33 male for eight years they already have six kids total the last one born five months ago yesterday my sister had announced that she's three months pregnant with twins and while everyone was congratulating her i said out loud oh my god again can your stupid husband leave you alone i didn't mean to say it out loud but it slipped out and my sister looked at me angrily and literally dragged me into another room and asked why the fuck did you say that 
I told her that she and her husband have been pregnant every year for the last eight years and that she needs to take a break. I was worried about her having so many babies in such a short time and I didn't want anything bad to happen to her. She then said, how about you leave us alone and worry about your own shit? This is my life, so fuck off. My mother told me that I should apologize for being rude, but I told her that I want to apologize for showing concern. But now I just can't help... But now I just can't help thinking that maybe I was being an asshole and sticking my nose into other people's business. I was just worried about, I was just worried, but maybe I was being a jerk. Am I the asshole? You are the asshole. 100% you're the asshole. It's, it's just wild to me that like, it's just not her business. No. And honestly, if she, if I I get like being like, hey, that's really close in succession, having children. Twins. Yeah. Right after the other. Yes. I understand that. Was that the time? No. No. And was that the wording? No. No. To say you're stupid. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, who the fuck are you? Are you paying for these kids? Yeah. Are you having them? No. That's crazy. Like, I don't get into other people's family business no like that is not my concern mm-hmm. i don't care if you're family whatever how many kids you want is completely like up to you and your yes. significant other yeah that has nothing to do with that's me. how it should be but <laughs> apparently I, not oh uh, yeah i guess that's hard um so she was voted by the reddit community as the asshole okay, for good. sure obviously um she did say she said some shit about like I don't know, some stupid shit, but she said, edit. Yes, I do babysit my sister's kids sometimes and all six of them at the same time whenever they need me to. And if I'm available, they pay me 30 to $50 an hour. So they pay her. They pay her to, to watch, watch the all kids. six kids. And she still thinks, hey, I should pop off and say. Well, yeah. And it's like, then don't fucking watch <laughs> then them. Don't watch them. 30 to $50 an hour. Like that's good fucking money. Yeah. I don't make that. No, I have never made that. Me neither. She said that their kids are pretty destructive and they don't respect other adults like they're supposed to. So it is a full chore watching after them. You mean like a full time job? Like a job? That they're paying you, I don't know, 30 to $50 an hour for? Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming under the table and you're not getting taxed. You're on not that getting taxed. So. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, you are the asshole. Yeah. She said, I'm aware that the stupid husband comment was inappropriate, but I have almost no filter and my stupid mouth says shit before my brain can stop it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> It's the self-awareness yeah. that I like, but it's like you still executed that. Yeah. It's like um, you're aware, so change it. Yeah. So why? Okay. So you see it. So work on it. You see it's an issue. Awareness. <laughs> awareness. Work on it. <laughs> not. That's it's just not how an I excuse. Am. Uh, that's, that's just how I am. That's just how I am. That's how I work. Yeah. Well, sorry. no, we're adults. Uh, she's 21 so maybe she's not an adult i don't know maybe her brain isn't fully developed that's wild it's wild just to say that no yeah no all right yep you're the asshole you are the asshole no question about it honestly (laughs) it was voted yeah (laughs) mine is going to be relationship advice okay relationship advice Mm -hmm. i 23 year old male married my college best friend 24 female for financial aid now she's trying to divorce me for half of my assets 
About four years ago, I, 23 male, entered into my sophomore year of college as a broke and hopeless undergrad. I barely received any financial aid because both my parents have high earning jobs, which I reported to FAFSA, although they were not paying for my tuition. I did the dirty work in my school's dining hall, cleaning dishes and such, and was a resident assistant to pay just barely half of my college tuition. One of my best friends from high school and who went to the same college, Jane, 24 female, was in a similar position to me, working similar hours and also struggling to pay tuition. One night, after a long shift as a dorm security monitor, Jane came knocking on my dorm room in tears because she was afraid for her future. I didn't blame her. I was in the same boat. After she calmed down, we spent about an hour brainstorming solutions. Jane told me that people often receive more financial aid when married and ultimately suggested that we get married until we've graduated. I laughed thinking that she was just joking, but when she stared at me, I knew she was serious. I told her that she was crazy, dismissed the idea, and kicked her out of my dorm room. Not because of the idea, just because it was late. A couple mm-hmm. weeks went by and nothing changed. That is until one day when I was on duty as the primary RA, I got a call about a drunk resident in the neighbor building. When I got there, the kid opened his door and threw up all over me. Ew. That was the breaking point for me. I was so fed up with my jobs that I called Jane the same night and we planned it out. Next week, we applied for a marriage certificate and got platonically married. No ring or ceremony, obviously. Mm-hmm. After refiling our FAFSA, unfortunately, we each got only $1,000 extra worth of aid and still had to work both of my jobs. I was kind of pissed at the time, but thought, hey, at least it's a good story. We stayed legally married until we graduated, both with lots of student loans. I graduated as a computer science major and went on to get a very high paying SWE job, which I'm still at now. Which is SWE? Okay. Okay. Mm. which pays $200,000 plus, including stock options, while Jane graduated with a degree in vet tech but didn't get a job. I honestly forgot about our marriage until recently when I looked back on old pictures from college and saw one of Jane. I called her one day just to catch up and to talk about the marriage. It wasn't bothering me at the moment, but someday I want to marry someone else, so obviously I'd have to separate divorce from Jane. Mm -hmm. We had a great chat reminiscing about the good old days, and she told me that she'd be happy to sign any paperwork and to just send it her way. I thought it was all well until I emailed her the forms for our legal separation, and she ghosted me for about three days. It was then that I got a call from her lawyer. She herself was filing for divorce and wanted me to pay about half of my salary and alimony and take half of my assets. She blocked my number and all social media, so I get I can't get in contact with her. This was two days ago. I know I should get a lawyer and probably will, but I don't want to ruin my long-term friendship with Jane just because she's still struggling financially and doesn't know what else to do. What should I do in this situation? You're <laughs> fucked. I mean that. Do we high-five Jane? Yeah. Like, what do we... Good on her. What do we do? She's, she's you know, doing doing her best out there um she found she an opportunity and yeah. she ran with that. oh fuck yeah she did but what should he do i mean but in all honesty like did she know that he would be making money like that at the beginning i guess no Devil's i mean you advocate here i mean hopefully no i don't know yeah i don't know that's really honestly funny um odds are yeah you need to seek legal advice but depending on where you live you're fucked, you're fucked. <laughs> marital marital assets you know so she and how can do you get Huh? How do you forget that you're married? Literally. Like, that's well, a pretty... You didn't forget shit. I was like, guy. that's pretty cut and dry on yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like that he added that they got married platonically. Like, did you write that down? Did you write down that it was platonic and but a fake marriage? No. Also, what friendship is he trying to save? He just randomly... Rewrote her. Like, messaged her. Yeah. Or called her. Yeah, whatever, you forgot about Jane. To catch up and talk about the marriage. Yeah. So, fuck your friendship. I don't see a friendship. She wants your money, my guy. For and sure. 
she's probably going to get it. Yeah. The chances are high in this situation. Yeah. So call Jane, a lawyer. Good job. Uh, whatever your guy, call you get a lawyer. Some golf claps, yeah. Jane. Get super a lawyer. fucked up of you. You're ethically, you're wrong. Ethically, <laughs> but messed up. But for the most part, yeah. We're but gonna go you know with Jane what? You, on this one. You're married, so you're married. <laughs> Next, I am going to be doing petty revenge. I love it already. <laughs> I'm excited. The time I was petty during my boss's divorce. Okay. So story time. Around the end of 2017, my boss's wife went through a midlife crisis and decided to have an affair and move out of their house. Divorce proceedings initiated shortly after. In the following March, there was an incident between the two of them that necessitated court intervention and for them to meet some requirements as a result. One of those requirements that one of those requirements was her being required to walk around the house and make a list of all the items that were hers. Cue pettiness on her part. Boss's lawyer stated that in my 20 years of law practice, I have never seen a list this petty. Half of the dish towels, half of the paper plate holders, half of the pots, the curtains in the lounge, etc., etc. You get the idea. She made sure she got half of everything. However, my boss did not allow her to come into the house herself to pack, as she had spent the previous five months stealing out of the house at every opportunity. Okay. And he didn't trust her to pack only her belongings. Which Fair. Way, yeah. So he made me do it. Small company, nothing else really for me to be doing. So I dutifully started collecting her belongings. This is where the pettiness came in. She requested one saucepan. I shook both and one had a loose handle. She got that one. She asked for the curtains in the lounge. She didn't ask for the curtain hooks, so I took all of those out. Half of the dish towels, she got all the grotty mismatched ones, not the nice red set. Grody. It says grotty. Definitely grody is a word. I don't think grody is a word. No? No. I don't think grotty is. (laughs) (laughs) Half of the dish towels, <laughs> she got all the gross mitch, mismatched ones and not the nice red set. Half of the containers in the storage room never specified that she wanted the contents, so she got empty containers. <laughs> I did this for the entire list, making sure I was as petty as possible when packing up the house. The result? Part one, once she took all of her stuff, she sent a very long letter via her lawyer stating that what she received was not what was listed in her belongings. We painstakingly went through the entire list explaining that she received exactly what was written on her list and we couldn't possibly be at fault since she wasn't specific enough. Mm -hmm. Part two, the divorce was finalized at the end of 2019 occasionally we still get a straight email saying that we need to return items to her that weren't provided back in 2018 it makes my petty heart burn bright knowing that she tried to be a bitch about taking things and turned it back on her and i turned it back on her and ruined it by being extra petty wow yeah honestly proud yeah like that's that's a moment that we should all bask in. yeah honestly but also how do you go into the house and be like i want half of this 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 literally this, this. Half of the dish towels, like what the like, fuck? The, it just doesn't make any sense. I want to. But if you're see. gonna be petty, that's the way. Okay, so the original somebody asked OP. The question is, did your boss know how petty you were? And if so, what did he think about it? OP posted back, yes, he's 
started to follow along once he realized what I was doing after being dragged to court several times on phony assault charges. I had a feeling that it was something like that when it said that it was brought to court. Oh. Yeah. He wasn't too pleased with her behavior. Besides, he's a very, very busy person. And so having me pack everything actually did help take some of his load off. I mean, that was very nice. (laughs) What kind of load? (laughs) Um, Not family friendly. Sorry, guys. Not family friendly. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody said, did your boss make it a habit of roping you into their personal errands? (laughs) Well. I mean, something's not... It, nothing's adding up 100 i was gonna say here, something's missing but, but i will say that that's really i'm living for funny. the petty yeah for on that sure because you would do sure. that huh <laughs> yeah first of all if this were me mm-hmm. and me you were in this position yeah yeah cody you know it's my husband if especially if he cheated <laughs> <laughs> release the petty <laughs> bending spoons taking one battery out of every remote <laughs> taking the computer cord or, i mean the tv t- cords I'll just, just the cords just the cord he can have the tv i don't give a fuck <laughs> um he streams he has a whole stream go watch him kale cryptic um i'm gonna remove every other key on his keyboard <laughs> don't fuck with me <laughs> would you not do the same no i would do the same yeah we live for petty i'm gonna take only the tupperware lids <laughs> Not the bottoms. No. One sock. <laughs> yeah. He will never, ever have two socks again in his life. <laughs> like the most inconvenient things. Yeah. Just little inconveniences. Yeah. I think. I think that's where I would be at. I'm more of like, I wish bad stuff. Like, not bad stuff, um, but like, I wish like you get flat tires, you know, every time you're out in yeah. public or, you know, like. That I, would be great. I too. wish you get paper cuts like in between Ooh. fingers Ooh. and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. That's just inconvenient worse things like nothing that's like deathly you know but just like the little yeah fair hangnail you know (gasps) oh yeah no (laughs) no thank you (laughs) okay i'll do am i the asshole okay let's go okay am i the asshole for telling my father that my kids don't need to love his girlfriend Me, 31-year-old female, and my husband, 33 male, have two kids, five male and one female. My father, 64 male, is a serial cheater. For the last 20 years, most of his relationships have ended due to that. Damn. He goes through girlfriends like babies go through diapers. While I'm not comfortable with that, my opinion doesn't matter. The women he dates are free to make their own choices. Good for you. Yeah. However, I do have two problems with this. The first is that the older my father gets, the less his relationships last. Since my son was born, he's introduced us to eight different girlfriends. Their time together lasting what? anywhere from three months no, to a year. your dad being fucking 60. <laughs> 64. Wild. Wild. It's just written about my dad. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. The second problem is that my dad expects my kids to get attached to whatever woman he's dating. He invites them to go out with us, volunteers them as babysitters, and talks them up to my son, usually to get him to want to spend time with them. For the first few years of his life, my son would spend weeks meeting my father's girlfriends and memorizing their features, only for them to vanish from his life a couple months later. Though it saddens me, he's gotten used to it. We're spending the holidays with our extended family, and my dad brought along his current girlfriend, Patty. 36 female. They've been together for two months and my kids met her a week ago. 
Over this week, Patty has expressed her desire to get close to my kids. Both she and my dad have been trying to get my son to meet her properly. However, my father's routine isn't working this time. My son declines her invitations to play, doesn't interact with her much, and hasn't seemingly made any effort to talk to her. He's not impolite. He just doesn't show any interest in her. My daughter's a bit shy and doesn't seem to want to be around Patty either. After my son didn't acknowledge her at all during Christmas Eve, my father decided to confront me about it. He said he was disappointed in me, as Patty loves my kids and I'm not making any efforts to get them to love her back. It took me a while, but I lost my patience. I told him they've known her for a week. She's almost their mom's age and they'll probably never see her again after a couple months. Why should they need to love your girlfriend? My father was pissed. He's accusing me of raising my kids to be selfish, impolite brats. We had a short fight about it and he barely spoke to me during Christmas. He also texted me that Patty was upset, so I can only assume he told her. My mom, as well as my aunt and cousins, think I did the right thing and that he needed to hear it. My younger sister thinks I was too harsh and that I should at least try to get my kids to meet Patty properly. I have nothing against Patty, but I don't want to force my kids to have a relationship with her. Am I the asshole? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. When it comes to my kids? No. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No. I mean, and for one you're not doing anything wrong and from what it sounds like give it two weeks and she probably won't be around anymore yeah, and I know like, that's give it some harsh, time but you said three to three a months year. To a year and you're at month two yeah so odds are you'll be fine um and yeah I can understand though like the whole patty thing of course you don't have anything against her but you don't know her no like my dad did this similar shit I sh- not I'm not gonna say the same stuff but he after my parents divorced sorry dad hi I love you um you wait um i straight up told him like it's not like he brought a bunch of girlfriends around my kids but they had met one and then um he met my stepmom now love her to death sharon's best person in the entire world i'm obsessed with her um but i told him straight up like you're not bringing anyone around my kids anymore and the way that he fucking told me was he sent me he was flying out for thanksgiving and um he sent me his booking info and then I saw her name on it. And that's how I knew that I was going to meet like, her. She's coming. Yeah. And I was like, obviously not happy. And the, you know what? My dad did the same shit. And then he told Sharon <laughs> that I didn't, uh, that I didn't want her to come. And I was like, it had nothing that to do with her. That wasn't the issue. But once Sharon and I talked about it, she was like, no, I don't blame you at all. And I was like, thank you. I mean, and she's the best. And I was going to say, no, you love her. Yeah. Now I would choose her over my dad. <laughs> Shout out to Sharon. <laughs> Shout out to Sharon. <laughs> See, my also parents that are divorced, but they've been divorced since I was little yeah. and they both have been with their significant others for 20 plus years now. Yeah, so I never had to like sure. reintroduce my kids to them. Yeah. Did I have to meet people? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But totally different yeah. aspect here. Yeah. And like when it comes to my kids, like I don't fuck around with my kids. Like when yeah, it comes no. to who meets them and who's in their yeah. lives, that's my decision until mm-hmm. it's theirs, yeah. you know, but well, they're out of my house. Bringing just kidding. Random people around. Yeah, no. And especially with that track record, it's not like your dad has given you this like confidence that to it's like, going to oh, last. She, yeah, that Patty's going to be here. Also offering them as babysitters. Yeah, weird. No, like no one watches my kids. No, for the most part. no, 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 no. But no, for no. sure, bring a stranger around. I'll no. say, yeah, yeah. that's wild to yeah. me. <laughs> no. So no, you're not the asshole. You are not the asshole. But hopefully Patty's still around. All right. I just found one on the fly. So did not proofread this. But it sounds really funny. And it is on relationship advice. Oh, okay. I, 33 female, don't want to go out with my husband, 41 male, when he wears a certain matrix style trench coat. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. This is a very minor issue. We have been together for years, our best friends, and work together as a great team. I am just interested to hear what other people think as I su- suspect I might be in a bit of, I might be be being a bit of an asshole. Wow, that was really hard for me to say. <laughs> I adore my husband and I'm normally very proud to be seen out with him. Except recently he bought this used Matrix style flared trench coat and has wanted to wear it out a few to a few music gigs. I used to be a bit of a goth and had a few leather trench coats too, but this jacket just really looks terrible to me. It's ill-fitting and enormous, and the flare just looks so silly and swooshes around, which can be fun, but maybe not at like a local pub. Swooshes around. <laughs> I really don't want to to control what my husband wears, and I want to support him however he wants to express himself. But I think due to my own insecurities, it would make me feel really uncomfortable going out with him in this jacket. Because, because of this, he has never worn it out, and I can tell that this disappoints him even though he is understanding. I feel like a jerk, but I have some social anxiety issues and I would worry about people staring or making comments about my husband's attire. Before we get before we got together, he had low self-esteem about his appearance, but he is so much more confident now and I hate to think of him getting negative reactions in public. I know this sounds ridiculous, but it just interests I'm, but I'm just interested in what other people would do, especially if you also have some level of social anxiety and kind of get what I'm talking about. Maybe I could buy him something that fits better. What do you think? I feel like she's being kind of rude. I think she's being kind of rude too. I feel like as spouses, like we're here to like support their yeah. individuality. And like, if that's what he loves and like, obviously he was excited yeah, about it and so he's disappointed excited. that he can't wear it. I know. That actually just makes me sad. What did the comments say? I don't know. Um, a lot of people are just like, well, some people aren't making jokes. Are being on. Have you ever seen Grandma's Boy? Yes, I have. The guy uh, <laughs> rolls around on the little yes. things and talks like a robot. That's what people but are. it makes them happy. Okay. Yeah, and people are. She said, I didn't know you're dating JP from Grandma's Boy. <laughs> robot voice. I am not amused. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's so funny. I just feel like she needs to let him do it. I think she needs to I think it's it her too. social anxiety that's taking over and not his. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think that you should really like, well, I don't know. Like, okay, if it were us, no, I, I don't think that Cody would ever be like, hey. I don't think so either. My husband would not. That trench coat makes nope. me uncomfortable. Yeah. No, he would. I mean, Cody would be like, I don't like that. And I'd be like, oh, I that guess, sucks. But he wouldn't like not go out with me. I guess if you were to put in a thing like if they were like, OK, well, like, how do I look like? How does this go? Like, yeah. are you honest mm-hmm. or you're just like, oh, yeah, that looks so good. And it doesn't. No, I'll tell him if I don't. like. That's it. what I'm saying. So, so maybe I mean, we've been together for a long time. Same. Yeah. But that's why I'm like, I don't I would be. Yeah, like, hey. but then I would feel bad. Me too. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm like. So I feel like it's a really like fine line. Like, let him be himself. I mean, and she said like, hey, if you he likes this trench coat, like I'll buy him a new one. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy him one that fits better. And I like that. Similar that jacket she's... I found online. She posted. Oh. <laughs> Two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> I am going. I like to that it's called save this. Because I'm going, to, we're going to attach it. This is what the trench coat. This is what it looks like. Um, she's thinking about buying this for him um, instead. Instead of so the trench coat that, that he's he has, wearing, 
100% see the matrix vibes oh 100 this is morpheus full length yep morpheus Morpheus. yeah 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 yeah. so um super expensive (laughs) wow (laughs) didn't know they went for that yeah that was crazy i love that so much (laughs) it's not for me but if it's for you for yeah if he loves it then he loves it exactly let him be his own individual yeah but if you want to buy him that coat you should yeah if you feel that need yeah if you don't if you absolutely fucking hate it, then don't offer to buy him another one. Exactly. Because that's not cool. Exactly. But if you're like, hey, I think this one's going to fit better. And you like it, that one yeah. better. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. But like, really, let the, let the guy live. Life's too short, you know? Dress how you want. Yeah, for sure. Wild. Okay. I just want to say we just found this one. Yeah. On the fly. So I don't know, but I have no idea. Like it's going to be good. What the ending is. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I'm uncomfortable. My 35, so she is 35 female husband who is 33 male just called me by his best friend who is 33 year old female's name while initiating sex in his sleep. I don't even want to read it. Okay. Ooh, this is on a throwaway account. My husband and I have been together six years, married for two. We have a great relationship. Absolutely no complaints. We communicate well and our sex life is really healthy. My husband has a best friend. We'll call her Monica. We're all in our mid-30s. They've known each other for over a decade. I love Monica. She's become one of my best friends since I started dating my husband. Sounds like your husband loves her too. She was a bridesmaid when we got married and we've discussed making her the godmother of our children. We all go to dinner a few times a month, sometimes the three of us and sometimes with other friends. We've tried to set her up with a few of our guy friends. Once in a while, my husband and I and her will go just the two of the, oh, I'm sorry. Once in a while, my husband and her will go just the two of them if I'm busy and can't make it. And sometimes it's just Monica and I. I've never once felt like Monica was anything but family. Tonight, we hung out with Monica and a few other friends at a mutual friend's housewarming party. The three of us went to dinner before and talked all night like usual. My husband has a habit of initiating sex with me in his sleep. He never remembers beginning it, and he's almost a different person when this happens, not in a bad way. He just uses completely different vernacular than he normally would, and he's a lot more aggressive. I like it. It's always fun, and we <laughs> usually laugh about whatever crazy thing he said to me while he was sleep sexing me. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Tonight started out the same way. He was grabbing me all over and talking dirty to me in his sleep, and he calls me Monica like four times in a row. I was so shocked. I froze. I tried to initiate sex again to see if he'd call me her name again, but he ended up waking up and I told him what had just happened. I got up and went to the living room. I can't sleep. He followed me and we had a chat about it. He profusely apologized and swears he's not attracted to her and nothing has ever happened between them. He would have been just as shocked if he had called me by one of his real sister's names. He assumes it's because we were with her tonight and that was his that was in his subconscious. I believe my husband. I've seen a few of my husband's exes before and I'm definitely very his type and he always makes me feel beautiful and wanted. I also know Monica's type and it's definitely not my husband. How do I process this and how can I move forward? This is all coming a few days after I've had my second miscarriage confirmed as well. I'm feeling very tender and depressed right now. Well, that took a turn. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. We really should have proofread this one. Oh, I'm so sorry for one. That's really, really sad. Um, <laughs> what advice do you have for that? That's fucking hard, dude. What are people saying? Uh, comments. I'm so sorry this happened. There's nothing yeah. in your text that gives any indication that everything in your relationship, including your friendship with Monica, is anything other than emotionally healthy. No, literally. Um, All I could think that entire time was like me, Cody, and Izzy. Because oh. they hang out by themselves too. Yeah. Um, and like Izzy's one of my best friends. 
And like if, but if he said Izzy, mm-hmm. but Isabella, I don't even know what I would do. <laughs> like I would fucking freak out. I think in the moment, yeah, in the mo- moment for sure. Even though like I know deep inside, and maybe that's the issue. Like I know that they they would never right. So if she also feels like that, then. Someone Shitty. did say it's most likely nothing. This sounds like borderline sleepwalking type behavior. Yeah. Weird stuff happens in dreams. I mean, there's dreams out there where I'm like sure. my husband's cheating on me and I wake up and I'm like, what did what the yeah, fuck did you do? So mad. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But it didn't happen. You know? Yeah. Do I think it's weird that it's their best friend's name? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. For but sure. like. Yeah. Well, in the fact that he doesn't remember it too, like that also makes me think that like it is it is like borderline. Mm-hmm. Um sleep it's not sleepwalking but like like night terrors things like that yeah. where like a whole thing could happen and you don't know anyways okay so i think we can agree it is some it's kind of like sleepwalking almost yeah and you don't remember it so. and and dreams are wild yeah sometimes i mean i don't know straight up ask monica and be like hey he said if you're like concerned pull monica aside if you guys are close and be like are you sleeping with my husband and just see how she reacts you Ooh. can tell when someone's you lying. can tell when someone's lying yeah what's your tell you know, yeah. I can yeah. see that. So, I mean, I hope for your sake um, that it isn't actually happening. Yeah, for sure. But your feelings are valid. I will say that. Yeah. I would 100 percent. But real... and it is like odds are one. It's crazy because obviously, you know, her and you guys are super close right. with her and whatnot. But dreams are dreams and dreams are fucking crazy. And they really mess with you. Yeah, they do. And like they just that shit lives rent free. Yeah. I had a dream that my husband told me that he didn't like me because I was ugly. Yeah. And he wanted to just leave recently. Me. Yeah. And I was really upset the next morning. I was yeah. like, I woke up sweating, which is stupid. And it feels so real. So it's just like so real. I give him the benefit of the doubt on that one. Yeah, I would hope so. Um, but yeah, I would sound feel like, like have a really healthy relationship from what we could tell by this two paragraph thing thing by a Reddit thread. Yeah. Sounds like you have a great relationship. And I really hope your husband's not fucking Monica. Yeah. Same. Check. He isn't asleep, though. So. Apparently. <laughs> yikes so this was our first episode yeah i'm so excited i know that this is gonna go fucking crazy and next week will be our very first true True crime crime episode (laughs) i'm covering i'm gonna be covering a super super well-known case um it kind of went viral on tiktok in the last year or so Mm -hmm. and so um i think y'all are gonna i saw so much of it right before the court proceedings Mm -hmm. but since like everything has happened and yeah people have been somebody was convicted and everything so i'm gonna keep it a mystery yeah um but and i don't see it talked about as much i've seen like one true crime show um do an episode Mm -hmm. covering everything other than that no one's really posted about it i think because it was so big um so i'm excited to kind of talk about it all and and do that and how it's gonna work is morgan um is how do i put it like very interested in true crime mm-hmm. um very interested in true crime mm-hmm. i am not yes uh so when we do those episodes it's literally going to be like morgan will know everything about it and I, you're getting first reaction from yeah, me i don't for sure listen to anything true crime i don't know anything about most yeah. cases um so i will probably just be self-soothing the yeah. entire time self-soothing mm-hmm. self-soothing self-soothing yeah. um with a nice little little uh, 
I was going to say rub, but for the people that can't see, that's yeah. probably interesting. She's going to give herself a nice little rub. A little rub. Um, but you will be getting like just my reaction as someone who isn't super interested yeah. into true crime. But it's not that I'm not. I just take on like a lot of that energy and emotion. So just something for yeah, you guys. We're to just going to do some like exposure therapy and eventually she's going to be like, oh, OK, well. I'm not going to say it won't happen. It's just for, sure. for me right now. It's yeah, not. Think a little bit more. Even like if you guys watch like Morbid and stuff, one of them, it's a two person podcast, but one of them tells the story to the other person okay. the entire time. Um, but because Ryan doesn't know anything, there will be some times that we're going to cover some bigger cases just because I know that she doesn't know them. Mm. So I think it'll be really interesting, especially for us people in the true crime community who like there are cases that are like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, you know, like Ted Bundy. Yeah. John Wayne. But Gacy, do I know like the actual like what happened? No. Okay, like yeah. I get like the gist See, of things. And, so it's like, going to be really interesting seeing your reactions to these cases like that to me is almost like common knowledge because I surround myself with it. Yeah. And that's um, just not something that I surround yeah, myself which with. Which is fine. You don't have to. But once a month, so next week is going to be our true crime episode. Yes. Super stoked. I will, um, obviously, before before you even click on the episode, you will know when it's going to be a true crime episode because I don't want anyone falling into a true crime episode that doesn't want to be inside of one. Right. Because I... Me. Well, you're forced. <laughs> Hold against you my will. You have to be here. Listen, when we were sitting down talking about what we wanted to do as a podcast, I already knew that you were going to throw a true crime. Oh, yeah. It was... Without a doubt, going to happen. Yeah. Did I get scared? I did. I am still scared. It didn't take a lot of convincing, though. No. And I think the once a month is going to be good for us. Yeah. Yeah. You can handle one. I can handle one. Right? I'm very nervous. Are you? Yeah. Like, I'm excited, but I'm really nervous because I'm just not. I'll I mean, probably cry. I sit there. I will probably shed a tear or two. I get so attached and, like, so invested, and that's the issue. But I think there's people out there like that. Yeah, you for know, sure. There are. That are there like. are normal people. There are. Yeah, for sure. There are normal I'm people I'm like, is this normal? <laughs> yeah. There is. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm really excited that we are going to be switching it up in that mm -hmm. sense. Like we're yeah. going to do the Reddit threads and have like kind of like that light upbeat feel to things. Mm -hmm. um, and we kind of talked about that in the beginning. Like each episode is going to be like prefaced. You know, this is going to be yes. true crime. This will be Reddit threads. This is going to be anonymous mm -hmm. so that you guys are aware of that beforehand. So you know what you're getting into at that time. But I'm excited for all of them. Me too. We were trying to figure out what to do and, well, it kind of just fell into our laps. It really did. Yeah. And it's going to be really good. Yeah. I'm glad you guys are here for this. Yes. Today, it's January 17th for you. So you're getting our first episode. Next one's going to be dropping next Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Will be true crime. Yeah. Um, and then just to jump on this, make sure you guys go and look at our links. We do have an anonymous submission form mm -hmm. so that you guys can go drop your anonymous submissions. We would love to read them. Yeah. We're going to dedicate an entire episode to them. Yes. Tell so, us your secrets. Honestly, bring it. Tell us your Bring secrets. it. <laughs> but yeah, so, so thank you guys for coming and hanging out with us. We yeah. hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure that when you're watching this, you do instantly download yes. this episode or in all episodes going forth so mm -hmm. that we're able to see what you guys like and don't like. Yep. And we can kind of adjust as needed. Yeah. And then I think... That's it. Yeah. Give us a four star review on all the podcasting apps. Yeah. We're if on you, all anything of less than four stars. Don't you don't have to review anything, <laughs> but give us four stars. So make sure it's four or five stars. <laughs> yeah. It's only four. I think on podcasting sites oh. is the highest. No, I think it might be five. The highest set of stars. Go give us ahead. all of the stars. If you want to give us less than that, then don't. just don't. Don't do okay? it. Uh, <laughs> OK, make us look really good. But, but yeah, so thanks for hanging out with us, you guys. We'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.